morning, everybody. It is Monday, 17th of October. Henry and I are back to entertain and dazzle you with what's going on in the market. We are back from FinFest. We'll uh, chat about that in a... Well, no, we'll do it that now. What do you think of FinFest, Henry? Uh, I've got to say, Marcus, I thought it was a fantastic day. The guys at Equity Mates did an absolutely brilliant job uh, bringing financial investments, stocks, wine, whiskey, everything under the sun together in one really cool venue lots of young faces there which was really good to see lots of excitement high energy i had i've got to say i had a ball i loved it it was uh it was a great day i would love to have been i would love to have had the time to go to see some of the other presenters we had a lot of time on saturday talking to members and other people so that was that was really good getting great feedback from people so i had a ball really enjoyed it i thought it was a fantastic event and uh, the boys did a fantastic job so did emily it was it was very impressive yeah they did do a fantastic job and there is obviously a huge group of people who came into the market during that covid boom who boosted businesses like self-wealth and stake and created those businesses really and equity makes are one of the, the few people who are there to educate and help those new investors as opposed to exploit them and what a, a fabulous ethic they have i think uh, also fabulous to see some of our own members there who did rather lift the average age i have to say we did the two ronnie's show on stage at one point i'm not sure that the marcus today festival will have pumping music in the background all the time but uh, anyway there we go um good stuff right uh this is general advice only if it's advice at all and do not confuse it with advice suit your personal financial circumstances and overnight on friday of course the market just lost the it had a 1500 point rally intraday on thursday and henry and i both wrote it up as probably being a short covering rally and therefore didn't have much in the way of foundations and that proved to be the case on friday dow jones dropped 404 points and disappointingly closed pretty much on its lows the futures this morning were down 102 points and dutifully as i speak we are down 100 points and there is a bit of development over the weekend the chinese congress has started they have rather negatively for the resources sector they have reiterated their COVID policy, not going soft on that. And on the back of that, the resources sector is down 2.6% today at the worst end of the market. Gold, by the way, down 3.3% in that sector today. That just They just can't win a trick, the gold bugs. Gold price was down $23 on Friday. China also keeping geopolitical risk up, saying they're not going to be told what to do with Taiwan. And the other news, of course, big news over, over the weekend was UK Prime Minister announced a partial reversal of her tax giveaways. She also dumped the Chancellor of the Exchequer and put in a new guy, Jeremy Hunt. How many how many chancellors have they had in the last four years, Henry, do you know? Uh, I'd say at least five. Yeah, six. They've also talked about winding back some of the $45 billion worth of unfunded tax cuts to about $18 billion. But the bond market just wasn't convinced. The bond yield in the in the UK went up another 17 basis points anyway. But it certainly takes a bit of risk out of the UK bond market and all markets. But it's all it's all a schmozzle. And you've, you've probably seen the tidal wave of opinion and social media commentary that trust has to go. The bank's results season in the US also started. Most of, most of them were up. Morgan Stanley was down 5.1%, but the others were mildly up. Didn't really seem to affect the market too much. Uh, the oil price fell 3%. 
and most of the metal prices down, nickel down 3%. Uh, Robbie Coltrane died aged 72. He was the big hairy guy in Harry Potter, but Henry and I all know him as a comedian from the UK uh, decades ago. And we've got on the diary coming up, Chinese Congress, Chinese third quarter GDP number. Their target is 5.5%, but the average economist expects GDP of 3.2% in China. Also some European inflation numbers this week. We've got RBA minutes tomorrow, jobs numbers on Thursday. US is pretty quiet routine housing numbers and stuff but they've got their results season carrying on bank of america tonight goldman sachs on tuesday netflix wednesday and then the week after lots of big tech stocks have results as well on our market plenty going on we've got the agm season starting agms from brambles cochlear treasury wine estates origin bat anyway lots lots of them see the uh, diary and we've also got quarterly production coming numbers coming out this week bhp rio point they're just production numbers they're not profit numbers any major events today henry that you can see geez your, your overnight nearly took overnight to to do i uh, know <laughs> sorry henry it's, uh, i just need to shut up occasionally don't i just... i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get a sign that says <laughs> i know you yeah, i'm gonna get that. a gong i'm gonna get yeah. a gong like red simons used to have <laughs> Once you're on a roll, it's hard to stop you. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, as far as our market goes today, um, it's a bit like me on Saturday on that mechanical bull. I have the bruise to prove it. It doesn't take long to fall off again from the bull market. And we had that last week. And of course, the US fell off on Friday night. Uh, what's interesting today, I guess, is that uh, we've had a number of profit warnings. We are in AGM season and Adelaide Brighton Cement, ABC, now called Adbri, down 20% close on, on the back of their profit warning on inflationary problems. And also Costa Group having issues in citrus down 14%. So pretty that, bleak out that, there, Marcus. And that, of course, follows baby bunting, which talked about Forex problems and cost inflation, particularly, what was it, supply chain issues, freight costs, and yeah. no doubt, like everyone else, wage costs as well. And those Forex problems weren't the beer, they were um, FX issues. But interestingly to see, uh, I've had a remarkable amount of people that have emailed me for the Lithium presentation I did for... Um, for the ASA last week, had a really good chat to the ASA head as well at FinFest, which was fantastic. And I did my high conviction stop for FinFest, which was Core Lithium, and I've written that up a little bit today. It's not a massive reveal. I have been a bit of a fan of Core Lithium for a while. Interestingly, some of the lithium stocks doing well today. Liontown kicking again, another five and a half percent. And we are seeing a little bit of strength in that sector, despite the resource sector falling. Uh, on its bottom at the moment, as I did on that mechanical bull. I have got a video of that, Henry. I you actually, hope not. You actually lasted one more rotation than I did. I didn't actually get around one rotation before I slid gently away. It, I, 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 the problem is, and I, I, this wasn't my first rodeo, is that um, if they think you're lo looking as if you're comfy up there, they'll just twist it around the other way. And they did twist yours around the other way quite quickly. Um, so one, once you, <laughs> you sort of get in the groove for one direction and then they switch it and then it's basically you're off. So, right. um, so, we're, so uh, it's a bit, a bit like the market. We've fallen off the bull market. If you had my strategy portfolio, Henry, which is pretty much fully invested, what would you be doing with it? Um, well... You know, we're down 1.6% and we're 
we moved four points last week from all that uh, rigmarole. So, you know, we are just bouncing around. I, I wouldn't be in a hurry to, to be cutting it, I must admit. I think, you know, we're still bouncing along the bottom. At any moment, we could get some potentially good news and the short covering spike again. You know, Friday's move in the Dow, that's fine, but it was a Friday. And uh, I'm never that keen on Friday moves because people square up, people go away for the weekend, they don't want to be bothered. So I, I wouldn't be, I'd probably be nibbling here, I've got to say. 66.50 on the index. There's certainly a few stocks that I've been looking at in the small caps that I've been uh, happy to buy. And I'm sort of a nibbler, I think, at 66.50. It's kind of towards the bottom end of the 65 to 7,000 range. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be chucking the baby out with the bathwater. It's good to see the banks holding up relatively well. That is, I guess, following on from those US numbers. It's really, you know, BHP is 18 points of the index uh, out of 106. So it does have such a big effect. You clobber BHP you clobber everything. Yeah, I think the tone on sectors at the moment is resources on the nose, but just not bottoming at the moment. I think the iron ore price saw a three or four year low, just waiting for that to bottom. But the Chinese sentiment is really fairly negative at the moment. So uh, resources just on the nose for the moment. But on the bank's front, Macquarie's got a bit of research out today. They've got typical target prices on all the major banks, ANZ neutral with a, I think, a 1%, their target price suggests a 1% rise in ANZ in 12 months. And similar sort of things with CBA, they're neutral on that, target price 7.5% below. NAB, they've upgraded to outperform, but target price only 3.7% above. Westpac, they're neutral. The point they're making is that they have just upgraded earnings on the banks by 3 to 5%. And after the Bank of Queensland and CBA AGM last week, they've upgraded another 5 to 10%. And now the prices are very much in line with their valuations. And so they're sort of backing off the positive tone. Interestingly, though, the, the yield tip, they're, they're income stocks now. They're not growth. They're, they were, uh, they did have a decade of growth, but they're, they're now income stocks. ANZ 5.68% yield, uh, NAB 4.76, Westpac 5.2. And that's why you hold the banks at the moment. But they're outperforming because they are one of the few sectors that are benefiting out of higher interest rates when the rest of the market's struggling with costs and the economy and fear of recession. So banks doing okay. I noticed a couple of other things. UBS has got a CSR upgrade today, a buy recommendation and a target price 41% above the current share price. And the average target <laughs> price, the, the average target price is 28% above the current share price. Good luck with that. 7.5% yield. 7.5% <laughs> yield, which sort of sums it up. It's, uh, you know, for income people, not growth people. And uh, interestingly, on Macquarie itself, I uh, had a look. The consensus target price is 21% above the current share price. And Domino's, there's a bit of research around UBS got a target price 49% above the current share price, but it's a PE of 25, it's not cheap. And there are a few others around as well. Macquarie's got on Emico EHL, target price 65% above from Macquarie. And this was more interesting, baby bunting. I know they just had a profits warning. Chart looks terrible. 
but predictably brokers now coming in with buy recommendations. Morgan's today saying it's a buying opportunity and a target price 34% above the current share price. Excellent. Right. You can have a look at my strategy piece today, but I pretty much agree with Henry. I, I made the comment, keep this short. I made the comment that if I was in cash, I don't think I'd be buying in the strategy portfolio at the moment, waiting for a more significant market bottoming. But whilst we're in, we're going to stay in. I'm with Henry. That There are a few indicators like 10-year bond yield plan sort of on the US CPI number, US dollar topped out on the US CPI number, things like Bitcoin, not that that's uh, important, but it is a barometer of positive risk on sentiment and that has bottomed and plateaued. So I think we're at that point at the moment where the market is banging along the bottom, taking a lot of bad news on the nose and could possibly start to base from here. And as Henry says, we've had three sharp rallies. Clearly the shorts are ready to cover at the first prod and let's hope that happens again. Other little things today, the guys have written up the Endeavor Group, which had a first quarter update today, and they put a stock box in and stuff, and the target price there, 4% above the current share price. Not sexy. And anything else, Henry, today? I'm heading down to Melbourne tomorrow for the Microcap Conference, which I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm chairing a session tomorrow afternoon with an old friend of mine who I haven't seen for a long, long time, Lisa Wade from DCC, Digital Crypto Exchange Company, ASX Listed. So looking forward to catching up with Lisa and a bit different from her days at County. And you're giving a keynote on Wednesday, which is going to be interesting. Looking forward to that. Uh, so yeah, a bit of fun. I'm sharing one of the sessions tomorrow afternoon, which basically means I'm a, a glorified timekeeper. I just whack the presenters if they um, if they're starting to look as if they're going to run over time. I'm going to take a gong down there as well. Right, good microcap conference. I'm I'm at that on Wednesday, so we might be a bit short on strategy on Wednesday, and I'm away on Friday and off next week playing golf ah. in Port Ferry. I love yeah. how you give me so much notice. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have written the newsletter almost on my own for six, seven weeks. Now. I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not knocking it i'm just saying it's good to get some notice right good no i will have i will we're, we're playing lunchtime so be on in the morning fiddling about as always can't get away don't want to either right good that's about us as i as we leave you we are down 108 pretty much low of the day but the dow futures are up 87 points they're flying around a bit they were up 120 when we started speaking so a slightly <laughs> positive tone lithium stocks up lion town up seven percent henry <laughs> I know it's one of my favourites, as you know. But I got to say, anybody that's um, when you look at the US futures, it's Sunday night in the US. Do you think it's a really yeah. reliable guide? Yeah, no, good point. <laughs> good point. Right, good. Uh, expecting an email anytime telling me my new motorbike has arrived. So I'll go and check my email. Everyone have a fabulous day. Thank you very much, Henry. See you guys. And, and we'll speak to you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you.